how his country needs him here. Cristiano Ronaldo, yes! Oh, yes! Nani. Rooney! Oh, wonderful! What a goal! And what a time! In what a place! What a play! Wayne Rooney out of this world! Comes out to Essien! Oh, my goodness. What an unbelievable strike. It's Freddie Youngberg again, pushed out by Bartes. Wilson! Arsenal have scored yet again in the Premiership, and this could be the most crucial goal of all. The full-time whistle! It's glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur! What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Pace of Power podcast. I'm your host, Ed Dowling, with me today. Pat in the bottom. <laughs> Hello. And Tabby in the top. <laughs> Tabby in the top. Hello. Yeah, good. And we you? are talking. Yes, I'm very well. Good to be back. Jesus Christ. And we are talking football's biggest crimes. The biggest crimes. And someone's laughing here. Jesus, get it together, guys. Come on. Short <laughs> show today. But before we do our biggest crimes, it's time for it. There is no, uh, there is no audio coming from Pat. I think he's muted himself because he is almost. I think I can see tears streaming from his face. Sorry, I'm eating some gabbard, <laughs> and I thought I was muted, but I wasn't. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Speaking of steak watch, uh. yeah, <laughs> I like to think that there was. Several several candidates this week. Um, I think there's a lot to choose from, lots to go into here today with Stink Watch. Do you guys, first of all, do you guys have anything in mind before we, before I start listing off my guys? Tell me, do you have you got anyone in mind? Um, Stink Watch. Yeah, I actually do. Yeah, I have a I have Dwight McNeil. Um, now <laughs> I must say, I know Stink Watch players are supposed to be good, but. Dwight McNeil was like very highly thought of for a long time and still is in, in some circles. If he could think for a second, then I think Burnley would have beat Arsenal the other day. Like, comfortably, he got away so much. And he just, he just shot awfully time and time again. I think he was just such a smelly player. And because Arsenal didn't really do anything, he was the only player that stood out. Um... I actually did. I watch any games. I watch a couple games. Um, Lacazette. It's a. It's about time he gets nominated. He is just terrible. I hate him so much. And you know what I hate as well is that it's it's actually quite difficult to hate him because he seems so affable and like he's so funny. But he's just terrible. I've put up with this shit for so long. Um, so I'd happily nominate him. Um, uh, there's got to be someone from Spurs. They were really bad. Um, oh yeah, I can, I, can, I can throw some names out there. Um, I will yeah. say <laughs> the fact that Dwight McNeil being a nominee uh, would be really more showing of Arsenal's deficiency. The fact that he is in a position to not to win the game for Burnley at Arsenal, <laughs> having not played this calendar year, really speaks more about Arsenal than it does about about Burnley. Um, for me, I've got a couple ones. Not none of them are Tottenham, but we can go into Tottenham. My number one was Rafa Benitez. My number two. <laughs> was Claudio Ranieri. 
<laughs> my number three, I think from the Spurs performance yesterday against Chelsea, no one was really, really stink watch worthy in my opinion. That's I why I, I was going to... I could put the VAR officiating, I could refereeing as a concept of sync watch. Of course hmm. I could. But um, we, keep, we keep doing these concept picks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can't Very do abstract. concepts. No. It's not FIFA. Um, it's not it's not ultimate team. Yeah, I think I think I was gonna say it like the I think the Spurs and Arsenal performances are quite similar in that like everyone was like a five out of ten. No one was individually truly abject, but no one was better than like bad. So yeah. it's really hard to pick. Like for us, Lacazette had the most obvious sort of criminal moment of uh, of the game, missing an open goal as he is wont to do. Um, <laughs> and and then um, for Spurs, I, I don't know. Doherty is terrible, just mm. terrible. Again, it's, it's just you can't, well, I can't um, put Doherty on stick watch. This I know I know it's meant to be good players, but this is more of like a a retaliation to him previously having been considered good and i'm going to say hoiberg what a terrible football player this this is like he was rated oh, for man. all of last season and he is so no i'm not i don't even think average i think he's actually quite bad <laughs> i think he's i i've 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 started to moan about him quite a lot this season he's um, number 2 on my agenda's list uh, followed by some distance by uh, giovanni Celso, who you know every <laughs> single week i, I hate and he posted that Instagram <laughs> post before the game yesterday saying, you know, I'm totally fit, guys. You know, don't know why I've not been picked. I'm, I know Ornst- why you've not been picked, mate. On Ornstein or someone in the Athletic or someone in the know basically said that apparently um, apparently Lo Celso is, like, hated in the Spurs squad. Like, he's really un- unpopular. Um, Makes sense. So I just some, something to think, think about there. I'm not, in the, I'm not in the Spurs squad, but I hate him. I think, to be honest, guys, it has to be... I think it has to be the institution of Everton. I really think it has to yeah. be. Even Benitez, I feel like sorry for Benitez because I think he was given a difficult job there. But but like, who's who is the guy? Is it Mashiri? Mashiri is the is mm. the head guy at Everton. To set, sell your best player, Dinho is one of Everton's best players. Like it or not, he is like most important players. May I say I get that that speaks to, to the quality of their squad because he really does bang average bang, average. <laughs> bang, bang <laughs> average. Um, but to sell him after he had had a personal argument with Rafa Benitez uh, and he was only getting sold because of that fact to then sack Rafa Benitez three days later. That is and beyond then have, belief. And then have Dinia provide an assist as soon as after Villa play over to Honestly, like... <laughs> It's ridiculous now, Everton. You have to stop. This is <laughs> this is this is crazy. Guys, I thought please. I thought Alex Awobi was your low point, but this is this is bad. Like oh, Alex Awobi, he could be on Stink Watch for Afcon. Don't, don't even don't even say that name. <laughs> so, sorry, don't you even say that name to me. Did you see that clip of? I, I don't think I maybe I didn't send it to our group chat, but there was like Awobi was playing in the like in like some nets with uh like, i don't know if it was his mates or some youtubers i think it was one of those like we play with a prem footballer type videos yeah. right. <laughs> he looked worse than them <laughs> boss. like there was there was one clip there was one clip i saw from it where like he miscontrols it horribly and then like, completely miskicks the shot <laughs> true never thought he was player. good i never i've never ever seen what people if I didn't see anyone no saying anything about him as well. Yeah, four five no safety, sure, but <laughs> maybe some safety. I think maybe he needs some safety at this point. 
because no guns are being fired there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, definite candidate for Stink Watch, even though I'd, I'd argue he's not good enough to be a Stink Watch. Can we, can I, re- I know we said we're moving away from the conceptual side of Stink Watch, but can we have back to concept? The stadium, the stadium in which Stink Watch, the Stink Watch FC plays in, be good as in part. Yeah. And that could be our vote for this week. And also, sure. like, the it's not. Institution is, is Everton. Not only stinky, but the, the vibes around that club are. I, oh. Could you imagine oh. the amount of misery you must be to. to like, like, I think raising a child to be an Everton fan is, is tantamount to child abuse. It's crime. That it's kid is never <laughs> going is to feel joy. <laughs> yeah, it makes me feel like, you know, when, in, my, in my worst moments as a Spurs fan, I don't even mean this in a derogatory way towards Everton fans. I think they're a perfectly fine club. But just seeing them, I'm just like, okay, well, at least we're not there, you know. Yeah. At least, at least we have some highs. At least there is, you know, <laughs> a high to which we can be knocked down from. Yeah. Not just Honestly, constantly kicks you off your feet. Yeah, I, I was going to say, like, the, the guys, the guys they're being linked with, these are these are relegation oh. managers. Oh, oh yeah. There's, Steve I don't Bruce, know who Bruce, the, worst, Bruce. the worst one is. Steve Bruce would be fucking hilarious. The fact that they've already had Big Sam is just ridiculous, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they, they, they can't go back to him for a rescue job. Um, they don't have to sort of profile uh, like, and the, there's two players that would could do something like that is Calvert Lewin and Richarlison, which are two, two decent players. But I hate Richarlison, but yeah, he's such a bastard, <laughs> yeah. such a bastard. Um, he's a good but... player, though. He's a good player. What else is there in that squad? Decore, he's decent. I again, he's I think like he's sort of. Probably mid-table level, probably. Yeah. Alan, FIFA player. He's yeah. not real. I think the whole um, defence is terrible. Michael um, Keane. Oh, Michael Keane's lucky that the spotlight is on Maguire all the time because he's like, Maguire is really good. That's the thing. Like, aside from all the banter, Maguire, like, he, he sometimes good, justifies yeah. his price fee and everything, price tag. But, um, Keen costs like 35 million or something. Honestly. He, it's just honestly. terrible. Daylight robbery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, Pickford, yeah. Pickford, the, the this duo of Pickford and um, Keen cost like 60 million. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and oh. Adam Wobi into the mix. That's like oh, 85, million. <laughs> that is. Um... A real, real sorry, sorry state of affairs. And uh, Goodison Park will be the venue. Everton as an institution on Stinkwatch. Let's leave it at that. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Also, the first mm-hmm. game back after this little mini break in the league is uh, Everton versus Newcastle, which I'll be watching with <laughs> real enthusiasm. That's the, uh, I want them to get relegated derby right yeah, there. Th- yeah. Oh, like yeah. The, this is like the opposite of the Alien versus Predators tagline. This is, this is whoever loses, we win. <laughs> <laughs> A draw would actually be I a just, really dis- disappointing result for us, wouldn't it? Like someone's got to come away ones, It's one of those ones where it's like whoever, you know, someone's dropping points here. What would be yeah. your ideal result, guys? Because I actually can't. I actually can't. I don't I, know. I, I don't actually love a horrible nil-nil draw with no upside. <laughs> no quality. <laughs> I No, I think the best thing would be... Everton go like 2-0 up and then Newcastle claw it back to 2-2. I think I think the, the the abject misery that Everton fans would feel, and Newcastle fans would be so happy, so that when their relegation is sealed, that like it'll be even better. It'll be as bad, yeah. yeah. Right, right now, I goals. Could, 
Yeah, yeah. I want to see awful scorers like Mina Hedda. Mina Hedda, LaSalle's own goal. (laughs) (laughs) Is it at Goodison Park? I think it's at Goodison Park, right? Uh, Let me just just see here. Because this uh, is a big... Why why would uh, I know this? (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Why would you know that? Uh, It's at at St. James's. I think... I my personal opinion because I want both of them to go down. Whoever's home ground it is, I want that team to be embarrassed. Yeah, so you could the booze so, bring about booze. Yeah, if it's at Goodison Park, I want I want four nil Newcastle at half time. <laughs> yeah, and if you could somehow channel that energy supply from Goodison Park, you could literally power the country <laughs> on booze alone for an evening <laughs> after that. Okay, brilliant. Just, I, know, I, know, I, know, I know we're not official. This isn't in an official capacity, but just really quickly, no thought or consideration put into it. Who are the three teams getting rele- relegated this season? Um, oh, fuck me. Uh, Norwich, sorry, not enough there. Yeah. Um, uh, Watford, it's so boring. Um, and then Burnley. Yeah. Jesus, Bernie's, t- Bernie's time finally. I think it has to be surely. Yeah, <laughs> I don't wow. know. I think Burnley have got a little bit. Of some- I have all those names. Burnley by far have the best sort of mentality for getting out of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is yeah. siege. They've got the archetypal siege mentality. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what is CG about Norris? The Norwich Norris. What the fuck? Oh, cut that. Cut. If you move on to the main body of the episode, I've got my little cue cards here, so we're prepared. Yeah, go on. Usually, there is not one bit of preparation that goes into this podcast. I hate to say it to everyone, but, um, you know, that's how it is. But not today. Not today. We're doing football's biggest crimes, the most criminal things, you know, literally criminal or otherwise that has happened to our clubs. This is not the same as most embarrassing. This is just an, an act of pure, not crime, because I'm going to use a different word, a, a very... Come on, guys, help me out here. A <laughs> bad. <Da-da>. No. <laughs> Gotta keep speaking. <laughs> Sucking on some limes. <laughs> no, I'd say just general acts that happens to your club that it feels so bad that it almost goes beyond how you should normally feel about uh, football. Uh, and like right deep, on cue, and right on fucking cue, who comes oh! into the chat? Oh! Sir <laughs> <laughs> Hamilton, thank you. Welcome. Yeah. We have no time for introductions here, Hamilton. Happens far too often that you come in this late. <laughs> Apologies. Yes. I hope you've got a crime ready for us, though. Um, beg your pardon. <laughs> oh, what? Sorry. Nothing bad ever happens to Chelsea, anyway. No, yeah, I, know what, I, I know. I know what he's going to pick. Yeah, there's, uh, there's, there's, there's one. There, there's one. There's one. There's one, one yeah. thing. That one bad thing that happened to Chelsea once. Okay, right. I'm gonna start off with mine. Whilst I'm doing mine, you guys think of yours. I'm gonna talk about Sol Campbell. Nah. Um, this guy. Uh, as soon as you're, it's it, it does show how Tim Pot Tottenham is a, a little bit, and it also sort of dates me. But when I was growing up, this so this this particular incident happened in the 2000-2001 season, I think, or maybe the 99-2000 season. Um, so this is like me like gaining consciousness as a human being, basically. I was like three. Um, so that's when my dad starts to indoctrinate me, all this stuff. Um, and you're taught almost before 
you're taught to love Tottenham, not not quite before, but you know, so, a very short time after that this guy, where you must love one thing, you must also hate Arsenal. And with hating Arsenal, this is the guy, this is the the guy, this is the physical embodiment of Arsenal, basically. This is, this is the guy you have to hate, the number one op throughout history. And he still is to this day. Um, I can't think of a more hated figure in Tottenham folklore than um, Sol Campbell. I mean, Arsene Wenger, look, we make jokes about him being a paedophile, all this and the other. He didn't do anything wrong. He was just the manager of the team we didn't like. So. Better than your team. <laughs> yeah. So we, we, can, we can... It's not Arsene Wenger. It is what it is. Sol Campbell, uh, this guy, is hated throughout the Tottenham world and will, will be until the day he dies. Do you um, think it's gone a bit? Gonna got a bit far though, like the pe- people uh, confronting him in the street. Like, oh yeah, no. Like... So yeah, let me clarify before I go into the story because it's a bit more about like telling people that maybe not wouldn't know about the story, but what happened. But I would definitely say singing about him getting AIDS and dying and shit. <laughs> I don't about dying. I don't really care about that. But you know, confronting him on the street about stuff like this it, that is just pathetic. Like, don't do that. Um, at the end of the day, he is just a person. You can't abuse someone for doing. We can, but it goes that to me goes beyond um, what is reasonable for a fan to do. But this is what he did. This is what he did. And a similar incident happened over in Spain, and I'll talk about that a little bit as well. But basically, this guy was came through the Tottenham's academy, and he very very quickly announced himself as probably our best defender, even at the same time as Ledley King was coming through. You can make arguments that Ledley King was. Became a better player. I probably didn't think he was. No, Sol Campbell, Sol Campbell play, played more than 15 games a season. So Exactly, yeah. So both. So at this time, Spurs had two young centre-backs that came through the academy. Both of them were really, really good. One was Edley King, one was Sol Campbell. And it really shows about the, the justice and you know all this stuff about football because one is now revered as a top legend and one is uh, Satan himself. And this guy grew, Sol Campbell, he grew to be one of the best players at the club. Um, he was the first... I actually read this earlier today, but he's the first black captain to lift a trophy at Wembley. And that was for Spurs in the League Cup final in in 98. So this guy was the real deal. This guy was a really, really exceptional player, really good centre-back, and his career is testament to that fact. And this story couldn't happen without him uh, being an amazing player. But a number of incidents had happened. I think he'd been wrongly accused of assaulting a steward, which is not true. And Spurs were performing really poorly in the league. This, that, and the other. Things weren't looking so great for Spurs at the turn of the century. So he was having to think about what he wanted to do. Um, and there was some talk about his contract. And now Spurs were a bit worried. They offered him, as I saw here, the best contract in the club's history up until that point. Um, he didn't actually accept that at the time. But he reiterated the whole time. He reiterated, I'm not going to play for Arsenal. There's no way I'll play for Arsenal. In fact, what he actually reiterated was that he's going to stay at Tottenham. And it's just a matter of sorting out the fine details. Um, but it kept rumbling on. It kept rumbling on. kept rumbling on. Uh, bear in mind, he was contacted by the very biggest clubs in Europe. Juventus wanted him. All the Milan clubs wanted him. Everyone wanted him. And bear in mind, this is like Italian dominance at that time. So these were champions. These would go on to be Champions League winning teams. So it wasn't even like he was joining the very best team he could. Uh, in my in my opinion, uh, he clearly felt otherwise. So he kept he kept going down to this day, kept going to this day, and no one really knew what was happening. I think Spurs fans did not fear the worst at this point because I think this this could, like kick started the era of just complete misery for Tottenham. I think it announced the 21st century in the most brutal way possible. Um, and there was an Arsenal press conference called an emergency one, um, which many press believed to be for Richard Wright, 
the reserve goalie to Jens Lehmann, I think, for Arsenal at that time. And uh, Arsene Wenger does not walk out with uh, Richard Wright. I don't think he ever signed for Arsenal. He walks out with Sol Campbell, um, Tottenham's best player at that point, who effectively had lied to the fans, had lied to everyone about where he was going and ended up signing on a free for our most hated rivals. And um, that is about as criminal as it gets. I think there's a lot <laughs> a player can do. That's about as criminal as it gets in a football context. Um, the, the comparison to Spain that I would suggest would be Figo leaving. I think it was Barcelona yeah, yeah. to Real Madrid. Wasn't Figo's, um, but, against, Figo's was against his will though, wasn't it? I believe. Or like he, he, it wasn't so much a case of him making the decision as like he was sold to them and mm, had to sort of agree to it or something. Yeah. Whereas, whereas Campbell, like you have to be a very strange person to do something like that. Yeah. Very strange. So weird. Yeah, he's, um, and so, he's a weird, really weird guy, really weird guy, but uh, what a player. <laughs> yeah, so this guy was absolutely unbelievable. And to, to rub salt in the wounds, this guy was like an integral piece of the Arsenal Invincible side. You know, he won the league at White Hart Lane. He won the league, um, I think, twice with Arsenal. Uh, went, went about as well as it possibly could have for him. So there is truly no justice in this world. And the thing that irks me personally to this day is that he doesn't really get why. He's never really understood why. He's just saying, I'm just doing the best for my family. Just doing the best for, like, how, how can you not understand? If you have any comprehension of how football is and the emotions associated with football, how can you not understand how people would be upset at that? Do you guys think, like, do you guys think Spurs fans take it a bit too far or do you, would you feel the same? Well, way? if that had happened in, like, Turkey or Brazil, he would have been killed. Like immediately, yeah, or hungry, or a country that takes football like far if, too if seriously. He was Argentinian totally. with hearing stories like when Bielsa came outside of his house with a grenade. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but he 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 has won more Premier Leagues at White Hart Lane than Spurs have. So yeah, I mean, look, no one's doubting. No one's doubting whether it was a good decision or not in a purely career football success way it's, it's not arguable to suggest otherwise suppose weren't doing anything but to leave to first of all to leave to leave your most hated club hated rival and this was actually a big benchmark for when the rivalry was really ignited because of this and um i think it went above and beyond what it usually was because of this exact incident but to not only to leave to the most hated club of the other team is not it's not like he, even chelsea chelsea wouldn't be as bad because Chelsea are a rival, but they're not like the main rival. Yeah. They're not like our direct opponents in the town. Um, to leave, to do that, criminal. To do to do that and lie about it, insane. To do that, lie about it, and on a free, nah, this guy. And you'd have to assume that he, he willingly in, got involved with like the sort of showmanship of it all, like the surprise mm. unveiling like he someone must have consulted him about that right like because he, he could yeah. have i mean obviously even if he'd briefed the media it wouldn't have it wouldn't have changed anything like it wouldn't have got any better for him but um the, the sort of whole did, didn't and didn't venga come out with like a shit-eating smile <laughs> like yeah shit-eating like, smile properly winding <laughs> ear yeah. <laughs> um, and i get it but then you know again the abuse goes goes far and beyond what it should do like when he comes to i remember there's a very famous video actually on youtube check it out 
They serve uh, Sol Campbell his first game back at White Hot Lane after leaving. And um, oh, oh my God. Like Jeff Stelling was like having to like cut away from, from the <laughs> game because there was like a, there's one bit where he's walking out the tunnel and the sheer volume of objects being thrown in the air. <laughs> truly beyond belief. And I mean, it is a bit stupid, but they all brought these like Judah signs. I thought that was quite embarrassing, <laughs> to be honest. Um, I think he probably scored in that game, knowing knowing how it goes. <laughs> but that, to me, I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, <clears throat> is, has there been something like that has, ha- that has happened to you, your clubs, even on a similar level in terms of like a favourite player leaving to a rival? Like, obviously, you've got like Alexis Sanchez going to. Ouch! Like, it's just it's nice. I, I don't think I hate to be that guy, but most of the time it's us signing them. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying yeah, to think no one cares about you guys no, 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 why does he not understand that no one cares about the <laughs> I can't I can't no but my point is I can't think of anyone else doing the opposite like I, Liverpool I, I, fans I, wanted to murder Torres when we signed him um, yeah but we've said it before and we'll say it again you guys are no one's greatest rival so yeah, there's not yeah. a if you sign Mitro- Mitrovic, then maybe someone would be annoyed. It's like Rio Ferdinand. It's like Rio Ferdinand, or let me think. It's like, I don't know. Like Paul Scholes, for example, I know he's a meme. But Paul Scholes being one of the best United players. No, better than that. Ronaldo. I know he's not not a he's not bored in Manchester and whatever. But it's like him doing the exact same thing, lying. Just bullshitting to the media, to the fans, and then joining just City well, on a free. Ferdinand's an interesting one because he—I mean, it wasn't anywhere near as bad, obviously, and the rivalry wasn't anywhere near as strong. But Leeds, Leeds to United is a pretty like—they—they mm. they hate each other. Um, That's a Judas move, that. Yeah, I mean, they also got you know in uh, in terms of inflation, the Ferdinand deal was like the biggest ever. Oh, yeah. crazy money! Like thirty million for that a changes it then. so much, though, Pat. Because at least the club gets yeah. something. I mean, they, they. I mean, uh, what do they do? They fucking wasted it all. They got relegated. <laughs> Stupid idiots. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but it's um, one of the best videos uh, in in the football discourse. Is that is that Leeds chairman saying? But we did it. We lived the dream. And we can have no regrets. <laughs> As he's giving his press conference to announce they've got into liquidation. <laughs> This stuff, yeah, That's no, amazing. I don't think I don't think on a player level there has been a um, a similar level of betrayal. If I'm how many I don't, times? I don't think how many times have a because we've actually got we've got the whole club contingent here of the uh, Pace and Power podcast. How many times have a player has a player moved directly between our clubs? Can't be that many. I can think of a few. Like Galas came to us. Who gives a shit? Actually, yeah, Galas mostly oh, Arsenal. Awesome Galas is the ultimate whore. He also obviously started yeah. off with us. And went to Spurs as well, did he? And went to Spurs. What a slut! <laughs> he just didn't care. <laughs> yeah, is he the only one I almost think three like, of our clubs. Um, I think I it's almost more acceptable though. It's more acceptable because Galas obviously is French. Like. It, it makes more sense in my brain if they're not from the area. Like, Sol Campbell's from the area. He's from the same place. And, like, it just, like, It'd be if like you're them French, I'm like, okay, fine. Be... Yeah. yeah. Or Greenwood. Oh, yeah. quickly, quickly, Rashford's in praise watch right now. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he is on praise watch. Two, Thank two, God. three goals in two games. Like, even yeah. he's still been playing low-key badly, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, Nearly yeah. got into fraud of the year territory after <laughs> he's last good, he's time good. out. <laughs> 
But um, yeah, yeah there's, I mean, case. Adebayor played for Arsenal and Spurs, didn't move directly, but he's a supreme Judas as well. Um, yeah, I hate him. I don't even know why I hate him, but I don't yeah. like him. I think <laughs> Gilberto guy, Silva, yeah. there's like a Gilberto, not the main Arsenal, not the good Arsenal one, the shit one, I think directly yeah, moves yeah, one to the other. But that right. is unconfirmed. But that's the thing as well. It's a, it's a really weird case when a player like features for both of the club. It, like for example, Alexis Sanchez. If he'd gone to United and been really good, we would hate yeah. him. But so it, Van Persie. Oh, Robin Van Persie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's a that's an that's a very similar one actually. Um, like nowhere again, and it's crazy because people hate Van Persie for that. And what he did wasn't even half of what's not Campbell comparable, did. was it? No, not like. Still, still uh, a Judas to an extent, but it's sort of like yeah. a semi-Judas, you know. Um, it's, it's one of the other Jude. disciples. It's a, Simon, yeah. it's a Simon Peter or whatever his name is. I, I actually not quite the whole hog. I think. Uh, do I dislike Fabregas or Van Persie more for what they did? <coughs> it um, can't be Cesc, surely. He, he, he at least went to Boston. Oh, don't don't do the thing where you, you call him by know the first him, name. Person. You don't know him personally. This is our, only Arsenal fans can call him Sesk. That was what he was called when he was with us. <laughs> um, no, like, like I think no, but not really with the Chelsea thing. More with the combination of Barcelona and then coming back to Chelsea. Both were very disgusting, especially when he went to Barcelona and did fucking nothing. Um, the Champions League. Oh yeah, but he was he was he was just he was warming the bench, you know. And do you remember he, him after the World Cup, like wearing the shirt while he still played for us? Hang on. Uh, yeah, disgusting, yeah. disgusting stuff. Yeah. I um, saw him I saw yeah. a tweet about this the other day because someone someone atted him, slagging him off for that. And he, he did kind of kind of own him with his reply that it was kind of a myth that he didn't really play at Barca. But Yeah, oh well. Not, uh, not again, interesting. <laughs> no one cares. As, as yeah. a uh, as a general point, look, I don't think there's been a betrayal on that level in, in, in no, football. No. And um, that is why Tottenham hates Sol Campbell. So that is my biggest crime. Who wants to go next? Tell me, you said you want to go next. Yeah, I'll go next. Now, <clears throat> United don't really suffer crimes on the level that Tottenham do. Um, I don't think any of the things I could think of for United would make Tottenham's top 20. But um, <laughs> mine is actually very recent, very recent. And I've mulled over it in the past few weeks. Very recent indeed. And I don't want to come down on the guy because, like, when I reveal who it is, you'll know that I absolutely love the guy. But I think the fact that, that Solskjaer didn't get sacked after that 5-0 defeat to Liverpool is the biggest football in crime that's ever happened at Man United. <laughs> and I'll explain why now. Oh. This game was not... It, it wasn't at Anfield. It was, it was at Old Trafford. Well, we Old did Trafford. not have a look in the entire game, nor did we look like we were like half or a quarter of the size of club that they were. And these are, I'm sorry, City, our greatest rivals. And I think I think there comes a point where you've got to put a guy out of his misery because he you cannot, you cannot tell me that that's good enough. Like, or or anywhere near that. And I understand, like, a game in isolation is difficult, but we were going that way and everyone knew that that was coming. And for us to even be at that point, with all the investment that we had had, um, signing our probably uh, like highest level performer of all time back, sure, now 36, but come on. And then 
just getting our squad in the way that way we had, not getting a centre mid, him not really seeming bothered, but not coming out because he didn't really have a backbone like that to be the manager of the club. Like I loved him, but to allow that to happen and just sit idly by and watch it continue, I thought I think is an absolute disgrace. And it shows how far the club have fallen. Well, the, the biggest United crime is the, the literal embezzlement of money that the Glazers are doing on a constant basis. Yes, but I, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to come down with that. Like, obviously, my first response. The, depressing, was Sydney, but yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, yeah, true. Well, I, I say I just, United. Usually, it's United historically committing the crimes against other teams. Yeah, or well, where well, not, very well, criminal well, decisions have gone in favour of the team United are playing or against them. Yes. Sorry, uh, you're, you're right. But yeah, though, that is like. It wasn't just the wrong decision for like United as a club, but it, it was a bit unfair on Ollie as well. Like wrong decision for the man. You think he's going to step down from that job? You're joking, aren't you? I think I think it actually show. I think it's disrespectful to have not sacked him then. Mm, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. It's, it's it's like it's like it's hanging him out to dry a little bit, and also yeah. I, I think though the run of results he had after that game and like including that game um, have probably really dented his chances of. of being a manager in this yeah. country again. And mm. it was because it was so clearly over. I you don't, don't come back from that. You don't come back from that. And I just thought for, for, for the standards that we should all have for one another as Man United fans and for, for him and for the club, I think to accept that is an absolute joke. And I, I, I know I haven't recovered in other Man United sports <laughs> I know. Or like have have not recovered from that from that couple of weeks where yeah. we obviously we beat Tottenham three 0 but like um... <laughs> not not getting to watch the uh, not getting to watch that United Liverpool game is one of the oh the regret I have for not watching that oh. <laughs> well it's um, funny bringing it back to Tottenham um, I remember this is like ten years ago actually um, AVB's last game in charge of Tottenham was a 5-0 home defeat to Liverpool, weirdly enough, with a red card in the game as well from a midfielder who was uh, a big flop, Paulinho. So interesting parallels here, but we actually sacked AVB um, and then hired yeah, Pochettino. Um, but I don't think you'll be hiring Pochettino. So somehow, <laughs> first 10 years ago, are a better organisation than Manchester United <laughs> right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, How the fuck did that work? Just, just quickly, quickly, Timmy, like, don't go too, into too much detail, but are, are there any uh, crimes you would say are more on the sort of injustice against United side of things? Uh, yeah, the, the one I had was the 2013 Champions League uh, quarterfinal uh, against Real Madrid, where um oh, yeah. got a red card. And I, I watched that sort of every six months. I, I don't believe it. I don't, I don't, I don't believe it. And we had him. We had him. We were on top of the game. It was Ronaldo's return. And we were like showing them what we had. And I just, I, I can't understand the decision. He doesn't, basically, ball comes over Nanny's head. <laughs> he, because he's a footballer, was watching the ball, waiting for it to land at his foot. A Real Madrid player. Uh, I'm so disgusted every time I watch the video. I never remember to take in who this player was. Is it Arbeloa? It was Arbeloa. It was yeah. Arbeloa. Because that name really does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just sort of saunters into Nanny's foot. And, you know, at, at worst, it's, it's, a, it's a high foot, maybe a yellow card. But yeah. that would be harsh because like, his foot's high to control the ball. Yeah. Just... To give him a straight red for that, honestly, I, I, I the thing, the thing is that like the, the the 
um, the impact looks really bad because it's a, it's a, like it's a boot into a chest. But if you look at what Nanny's doing, he's doing what like you should do as a footballer. And he wasn't, he wasn't, am I right in thinking it was like, it was coming across his shoulder in such a way that he couldn't look at where Arbeloa was. Yeah, no, he would have no, he would have no way of seeing Arbeloa. Yeah. And like, he's, he's just bringing the ball down. That's where his foot needs to be. Like, and the thing is the pictures don't even do it justice because it wasn't a great pace or even any pace. When, when I saw it happen, I was like, oh, Jesus, you know, we've given away a free kick now. Um, yeah. Our momentum's gone. Saw the card. I just remember being being in the shower that night thinking, <laughs> and I thought this might be might be my low point as a Man United fan. Um, so I, I had no idea what was to come in there. <laughs> Baron's bell. <laughs> horrible, horrible Baron's yeah. bell. Oh, can I just, it's, just, it's completely uh, beside the point. But I've just that evoked a memory of mine that I need to share with you guys about Man United, and it was uh, with Moyes. This is prime, prime Moyes and Man United uh, antics right here, and it was the. I know you're going to know what I say before I even say it, but it was the uh, Champions League game. It was Moyes' only hope. His only hope for Manchester United was winning in the Champions League, and they're playing away at the Allianz, the Bayern, Bayern Munich, one of the best teams in Europe. I think they actually might have won. I think they did win it that year, didn't they? Because they won it at Wembley. Yeah. Uh, so the best team in Europe and Moyes is like okay it's back against the wall stuff we've got to do this we've got to do this and Patrice Evra it's the best shot I've, he never scored yeah, yeah. the best oh, shot yeah. I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life into the top right corner and the Twitter went nuts like, I've never seen Man United fans rally behind Moyes more than that <laughs> moment and then I think she lost like 5-1 after that like <laughs> no, 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 no. we didn't even get thrashed. it was just Robin did his thing two times <laughs> Uh, and yeah, we, we we were knocked out. Um, the game prior to that, by the way, Moyes played Ch- Chicharito as a ten behind Adnan Yanzar, <laughs> so that was just where we were as a class. <laughs> Start about him, so. yeah. Okay, Tony, thank you for that. Manchester United, uh, yeah, not not a lot of crimes happened there, um, at least in our lifetimes. Pat, Arsenal, I know, I know Arsenal have experienced some fairly criminal things down the years. Would you please enlighten me as to some of these? <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, there's one that I was considering, but. Sorry, sorry, your face what? is frozen in the most colourful position. <laughs> Temi, Temi's, to oh. be fair, Temi, for me, Temi's just frozen like he was getting the maddest head. <laughs> <laughs> but please, 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 you have the floor. Uh, yeah, well, I, I um, it's weird. There's, there's not injustices of the sort of scale that Tottenham have had to endure. There's like, I mean, the Champions League final... Um, you know, we conceded a goal that, uh, sorry, the the, um, the penalty that they got, which they scored from and our keeper got sent off uh, from, uh, was offside and by a reasonable margin as well. Uh, so that would have changed the entire trajectory of our, our football club uh, for the rest of my life, probably. So there's that. Uh, Saul Campbell yeah. scored in that, actually, the Champions League final for Arsenal. He did, yeah. But yeah. thankfully, yeah. He, is, he doesn't get everything, that bastard. Yeah, but I'll, I'll, leave, I'll leave Barcelona misery for... for someone else's go because I know I know that's coming up um, <laughs> I, I I was 
also obviously the Van Persie okay. red card. The Van Persie red card is probably the single most corrupt thing that has ever happened to Arsenal. Um, literally, okay. So, so this was a. Um, was this the the return leg of our glorious two one home win? You know the Jack Wilshere game. I think it uh, was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the the single Jack Wilshere sure. game. The only game he played. Sure. Um, it, it's either that. It's it's either that or the return leg for that one was where we got destroyed like by four messy goals. If you know the one I'm talking about. <laughs> um, in what one of which he did the most inhuman goal I've ever scored, uh, ever seen. Where you know where he did like a little tiny vertical chip over Almunia and just collected <laughs> the ball. The other, that was great. Um, yeah, I, I remember I, watching that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but um, so yeah, the uh, this was in a a. Uh, the new camp, um, one of the most sort of uh, atmosphere-filled club, especially on a Champions League night. It was, you know, the, the definition of a cauldron, a bubbling cauldron, and um, they can't even fill the stadium these days. It's hilarious. Um, yeah. And um, so Van Persie was on a yellow card. I can't remember what the first yellow was for, but he um, was racing through on goal. Uh, yeah, the whistle, the whistle blew uh, for an offside uh, within probably. 0.2 of a second Van Persie took a shot as he was, you know, as was his prerogative as a striker. Uh, he was, of course, booked a second time and sent off. Um, and he and also the noise is important here because he um, not only did he shoot almost instantly after the whistle was blown, but he also couldn't really hear the whistle. Um, so that was absolutely fucked. But I'm actually going to nominate the ending of our invincible run. Um, at the hands of, of yes. uh, Tevi's uh, Man United, <laughs> I shit you not. I, I think I think if obviously footballs, um, you know, referees do get influenced by the state of the game, um, the sort of narrative around things. That's they're only human. But um, each of the fouls that United players committed that day were sort of judged individually um, outside of the context of that specific game. I think United would have had five red cards. It, it would have been a 3 0 default, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think United would have had the players to. Gary Neville, in particular, Jesus Christ. The stuff he was doing to, to. And it annoys me as well because Neville, like, while he was a great player, he was such a pussy of a player as well. Like, hiding behind Roy Keane all the time. Um, and then the stuff he was getting away with this game, just like leg breaking tackle. Rooney did one that I, like, could have ended a career. Genuinely. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and and um, not only did we uh, did United not get a single red card, um, they oh uh, there should have been a penalty as well. Um, Ferdinand should have been sent off as well. I think Ferdinand Rooney Neville should have definitely been sent off. Like th- those, there was no doubt about. Uh, I think mm. Skulls Skulls was riding the line as well. I think in that game, I seem to remember um, something very criminal from John O'Shea as well. Oh yeah, John O'Shea. He was <laughs> add him to the definite list because that one there was no debate about. Um, yeah, some se- serious, serious uh, tackles. Um, and yeah, this it was. This was the context of the game where we um, we lost the invincible run, the probably the uh, one of the more impressive records in in English football. And uh, of course, we were just labelled like you know. Uh, pathetic, soft. I think United in the press were doing all the whole. Um, oh, you know, uh, we just we just played a sort of tough game. They could deal with it. Blah blah blah. It was it was <laughs> absolutely horrible. Um, 
uh, I think that was was that the game after which Wenger said the whole thing about um, about like uh, when he dies, if he goes to if he goes to heaven and there are referees there, he knows he actually went to hell. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was. You know he was pissed. You know he was very pissed. Normally. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then after, I think uh, in in years long since transpired, uh, like long since passed, uh, I think it transpired that. Um, the referee that day was it was it mike riley who's now head of the GMO? head of yeah. the yep 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 he's yeah. now in charge, in charge of the whole thing he did say outright that he uh was influenced by sort of the crowd and it being man united and he was influenced by the occasion um which again is fair enough but no it's not in the no, context of... <laughs> do your job no, I don't, that's I don't. your one job like i'm not yeah. i'm not pissed off that that happened let me let me make that very clear oh yeah yeah but yeah. like Jeez, referee! <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys are on huge stink watch. Like, as as an institution, I think let's go all digital because yeah. these guys cannot <laughs> do it. Ro- robot. Yeah. I, I think the embarrassing thing is they've gone from corruption to just being bad <laughs> these days. Yeah, well, they're, um, so, they're so universally horrible that you can't even point at corruption. No, oh, it's yeah. just incompetence. Um, but I think I will. I will ask this. So I personally am not a big conspiracy theorist when it comes to football. Um, and I doubt that money ever actually like changed hands between Ferguson and refs or whatever. But I do definitely think Fergie, like, I do actually think Fergie being who he was in like a sort of very frightening, imposing, successful the influence. Or, yeah. he, he definitely had a huge influence on the decisions that that yeah. um happened with United because. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was just. It, I think it was just they did get away with more because of how terrifying he specifically was. <laughs> yeah, I think what it was of him. I don't think it was like a case of money changing hands. I think it was like a, a fact of him knowing very senior people in the FA and all this, and sort of leveraging his influence. I mean, this is all conjecture, by the way. This is all completely yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. utterly unproven, no facts. But right, I think he uses influence within the football body to be like, look, if you if you if you don't do me right here, you're never going to referee a game at this level ever again. Yeah, yeah. stuff like that. I think it's stuff, stuff on that line. Boss type, type. Tony yeah. Soprano BS. <laughs> yeah. Whereas I think I think um, money has changed hands between Man City and official institutions, um, but I not not in terms of refereeing decisions, but in terms of you know favorable draws. I do genuinely think there's a chance of that. And FFP. I don't as well. understand how they've got away with FFP. Yeah, that is that is, and that's not that's not yeah. Alex Ferguson leveraging his power. That's you know the head of a state leveraging their influence. Sorry, state. Yeah. Do you guys remember when they were kicked out of? They were, I think they were kicked out of the Champions League. Champions I think, or they were, league and like half a million. And they were trying yeah. to kick out the league as well, and then just. Didn't they somehow didn't, got it overturned? Just didn't didn't happen. See, Chelsea were kicked yeah. out. I know kicked out properly because Chelsea, um, it's old fashioned corruption with Chelsea. They can't yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's old um, corruption. It's <laughs> <the> old embezzling, <laughs> embezzling mineral wealth. BS. Yes, they can't do that shit anymore. That doesn't no, fly no. these days. No, they fancy <laughs> Dubai, Abu Dhabi stuff. We're just Russian KGB dickheads. Yeah. <laughs> and, and speaking yeah. of Chelsea, bum 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 bum. Uh, um, I mean, you've already touched on Barcelona, Champions League, 
corruption. There's been quite a, quite a lot of, a lot of segues there, um, and we all know where she's going. So I think I've brought it up on the podcast numerous times before. Um, oh yeah, the what scene is set. <laughs> what are you eating? Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I need I need some dopamine to get me through this story time. Um, the scene is set. Champions League 2008, Chelsea United final. Obviously, JT fell on his ass. We know how that goes. United win. Then, hilarious. 11 <laughs> months later, Champions Very League semi finals. Chelsea, Barcelona. I can't even remember who United play. United goes through easy breezy. We obviously have Pep Guardiola's Barcelona and. We get a nil-nil draw at the new camp. Quality result, you know. I think All things considered. All things can I mean Messi and Samueletto up front. That's not not bad keeping a draw a goalless draw away from home. Mm. And obviously, as always in Chelsea style, topsy turvy season, sack the manager mid season, classic. Um who came in? And yeah, we, we go back to the bridge needing a win. Yeah, I think it no um Avram Grants, <laughs> I think. Hiddink Hiddink was Hiddink was Moscow. Okay. Um so which football league crime are we talking about here? <laughs> <laughs> and so the second leg comes around. United are already screwed. And something gives me slash everyone an inkling that UEFA don't want a Chelsea United final two years in a row. So hmm. We go 1-0 up through a Michael Essien wonder goal. Quite honestly, yeah. left foot volley outside the box. You won't see anything off the bar. won't see anything sweeter. And then it all goes to shit. We, I'm pretty sure it was four penalties we should have had. Like numerous handballs, three handballs or something. Oh, some of that, some of the handballs are um, so just, funny. Just didn't get given. Like as obvious, as clear as day as you'll ever, ever see. Um, Michael Michael Ballack also... run into the ref like spent like ran half the length of the pitch while screaming in the ref space. <laughs> scream what a, what a joke it was, yeah. Yeah. Um and I I'm pretty sure there are also a fair few shoves and pushes and, and all sorts as well that should have been pens and whatnot, just obviously not given. Um wasn't your goal actually but... a pen as well? Like the goal you did score was a penalty. No, it was oh, no, 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 no. Wonder goal, wasn't it? Was it did Barcelona get did Barcelona get a penalty? No, no, no. This is we're getting there, we're getting there. So we're one nil up. We honestly should be three or four nil up because we should have had all these decisions, and it's just a joke how they're not given. Um, I'm pretty sure Barca had one player sent off, but they could well have had like four, honestly. Like I think it was Abidal who got sent off, but yeah. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um and then Time continues to go by. It ticks by. It, it we does, get, to, that, yeah. get to get to eighty minutes, eighty-five minutes, and we're like, "Oh my god, we're in another Champions League final after heartbreaker last year." Let's rewrite the wrongs of Moscow, and then steps up Andres fucking Iniesta in like the ninety-fourth minute when this game should be yeah. well and truly over, <laughs> and it's some disgraceful wonder goal. From what a way down, way (laughs) downtown. Um, and I'm pretty sure it was also after the full time whistle should have been blown anyway. It was like 93 30 or something. 
um, to add to the extra bullshit. And um, yeah, it was it was just frankly hell when Iniesta put that in. Um, was, that, was that the drug the drug for thing afterwards as and well? Then yeah. still to come yeah. to, to sum it up, you have our hero, Mr. Didier Drogba, run up to the camera and scream in the camera that it was a quote fucking disgrace. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> he was right. <laughs> he was, was right. very, very right. Did he get well, in trouble for yeah. that? Um, yeah, I think he got fined. Down. I think he got banned. Um, now, now, UEFA Lona was another like I actually believe that as well. Another level. Yeah, um, I think. It, I think so also all, again, all like, the cases. Of all of our cases, I think if anyone was to genuinely be proved as a criminal case, <laughs> it would be your one. Yeah, I mean, the, the ref has you watch the game; it is unbelievable. Said, yeah, he got it wrong. But I think <laughs> I think the UEFA bias does exist for Real Madrid there as well, and I think. <laughs> Well, you have. I think even more of it that day, like Champions League, unjust Champions League exits to one of those two sides. Uh, there's a pattern there, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> and I think Although, that year it was like on steroids with United already making it to the final. They were like, we can't have another yeah. all English final two years on the trot, just for you know Messi to then go and do his thing on you lot in the final. Yeah. Um. Didn't uh, it was in the same fixture like four or five years previously where Ronaldinho scored the most uh, perplexingly good goal of all time? I'm pretty sure that day it was four two at the bridge to us because Lampard also scored. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen the Lampard chip, yeah, who yeah. <sighs> one of the fat Frank, who fat Frank with I don't, I don't the, know that person. <laughs> what a what a, what what a championship game. manager! Yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah. That game pop draw. Like I think I think it was like I'm pretty sure it was four two. Um, but yeah, Ronaldinho scored that filth. Yeah. But weirdly, yeah, Chelsea Barca kind of obviously before that and then following then the bizarre bizarre semi final three is years that, later became is, a yeah. funny Champions League rivalry. Is Lampard going to Everton and getting them relegated the best possible timeline? Oh, God. He would the, be the, serotonin, the serotonin. He needs to save it from Rooney. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, or Rooney, Rooney comes in and actually saves them and like turns their season around. He's got to save Derby first, though. Save yeah. Derby comes no, in. No, but Derby, Derby are just like no, they're, they're confirmed. Doomed. <laughs> yeah, they're doomed. Somehow, even with the blooming administration nonsense they're still not bottom though which is actually yeah. fair play to him but but they are going into liquidation I'm, I'm sorry it's over it's over it's done, it's done. <laughs> that's what it is anyway thank you very much guys that was the first edition of football's biggest crimes it's like a true crime podcast next week we'll be doing <laughs> to be fair it's actually quite a rich topic because it's like beyond the R club there's so many hey it is it's a rich topic for you. Chelsea and United, we're pretty much out now. That's it. Yeah, yeah. No, but like beyond one taste, um, one taste of injustice, that's it. I, I, no, there's, there's a good one with Chelsea in the sense that uh, your owner is an actual criminal. Yeah. Should be in prison. Yeah. Um, yeah we could do Ronaldo, Ronaldo, Ronaldo. We could do Arsenal. Um, the, the particularly disgusting one, Arsenal sacking, uh, sacking 50, 50 people during the pandemic. Yeah. And then... Uh, 
Yeah, that's and, just that was bad punch. Uh, and then we haven't even touched on your uh, your murderous left back, Harrison. Yeah, actual, <laughs> actual capital punishment <laughs> level of crime. Yeah. I was thinking more generally, oh, like oh, um, my red fist strike. Just, <laughs> yeah, no, like in football history in general, though, like you know, you got the Maradona goal against England, like that, that fucking criminal, my opinion. Um, Apparently, the way Uruguay won the very first World Cup was just the most fraudulent, fraudulent event <laughs> I don't know the details, we'll have to show it for a different episode. But apparently it was as corrupt as it gets in, uh, in, in Uruguay as well. Because it was, um, yeah, it, was, it was in Uruguay, wasn't it? They won the first two, I think. Yeah. 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 Uruguay. But anyway, that's that for today. Thank you guys. Thank you for sharing your, your stories. Really, yes. really got me here. Really got me here. And uh, yeah, thank you for this podcast. And we'll be back next week. Like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. And have a good week. See you guys later. Bye 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 bye.